So, a lot of things are celebrating the 30th anniversary this year. Goof Troop is celebrating the 30th anniversary. Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 2 is celebrating its, the video game that is, is celebrating its 30th anniversary. And then, uh, we have two big-time DC properties celebrating 30th anniversaries. We have Batman, the animated series, one of the more iconic series um, in animation history, celebrating its 30th anniversary. Pretty much the series that kicked off what is known as the Timverse, the Bruce Tim DC Universe. You know, where the spin-offs of Batman and Robin, the new adventures of Batman and Robin, Superman, Zeta Project, Static Shock, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and some of the very spin-off movies... Uh, throughout, like the Batman-Superman movie, World's Finest, and even some that have been afterwards in recent years, like Versus the Fatal Five, have all sprung from, have all, you know, uh, I guess you could say, stemmed from. They've all sprung and stemmed from. You know, it's celebrating its 30th anniversary. But there's something else that's also celebrating its 30th anniversary, and I was kind of taken aback by this, because I knew it happened in the 90s, just you know, early 90s. I just couldn't remember when. And what's celebrating this 30th anniversary is, believe it or not, the death of Superman. That's right. I actually have the original package. Now, here's the thing. I don't have all the contents in there. No. I don't have all uh, the uh, contents in of, you know, you know, of what was originally in here, uh, in here, if you will. I do not have all that. You know, I have most of it, but not all of it. And this was a story. I'm trying to make sure I get the year right. I'm trying to make sure I get the year right here. But this is a story that this, that started this year and ended in October of 1993. Uh, basically, um, it started in December of 1992, 30 years ago, 30 years this December, but began, oh, but ended, I should say, in October of 1993. I'm trying to read off what Wikipedia has here, and I do apologize. But yeah, it's ba this basically began in 1992, Christmas of 1992, and then... Uh, was concluded in 1993. And this was a long deal because it it's ran from, it ran basically it ran basically from um, very, from one, from various DC uh, stories. You know, not just Superman stories, but Justice League and all that. It, it ran the gauntlet. It ran the gauntlet for uh, for many months, and the conclusion the conclusion um, ended basically in like I said, October of nineteen ninety three. In fact, Wikipedia has it right here. They say it began in Action Comics six eighty four, continued in Adventures of Superman four ninety three, Justice League America sixty nine. Superman, Man of Steel, uh, 18 to 19, and then Superman, 74 and 75. So this 
So if you wanted to get like the real gist of what, you know, was the overbearing arc of each of them, you had a variety of different issues to go by. And then you had the then you had the second arc, which was Funeral for a Friend, which was Action Comics 60, 685 to 686, Adventures of Superman 14, 498 to 500, Justice League America 70, Superman 76 to 77, and Issue 83. And then you had Superman, The Man of Steel 20 to 21. And then the final arc of the entire story, which was the reign of the Superman, you had Action Comics 687 to 90, 691, Adventures of Superman 501 to 505, Green Lantern 46, Superman 78 to 82, and Man of Steel 22 to 26. So yeah, it ran the gauntlet, guys. It ran the gauntlet for many, many issues. As a matter of fact, it was, from what I can tell, 10 issues each. 15 issues for this story. Now, true, it has... Um, it has various collection releases of all the stories, so that way you don't have to, you know, run out or go online and try to find as many copies as you can. Me, I got this when I was still living in Kansas. I was still living in Kansas at the time. So I was able to get as many issues as I can online and in person. And right here, this is one of the more iconic covers as well because of the fact that this was the newsstand. This is issue 75 of the Superman comics. This was on the newsstands. This was a more commonly sought after one because of the cover. This was a collector's item right here because of what's contained, but this was the more sought after cover um, on newsstands to the point that from what I understand, and they did documentaries on this. They did a documentary on this um, in the in, you know several times they talked about this in documentaries and look up and look up in the sky it's superman uh they did it for the featurette of superman doomsday i believe they did it for a featurette behind the scenes thing documentary for the uh death of superman and reign of superman and the reign of the superman if you will the two parts there they've talked about this various times you know everybody has talked about it uh, i um, Linkara, I'm pretty sure knowing that this is the 30th anniversary, is going to be talking about it soon. Um, you know, uh, Doug Walker, to an extent, has talked about it. James and Mike, James Rolfe and Mike Mattel of Cinemasker have talked about it. Everybody has talked about it. You know, as the old adjective goes, everybody and their grandma <laughs> has pretty much talked about this. But this... Is one of the, this, though, is the collector's item that came out. This is the Black memorial uh, set, if you will. It's the memorial set. And I got this at Half Price Bookstore. Look at the price I got it for. $2.80. Now, this is what it's supposed to contain. It contains the 75th issue with fold-out splash back cover. It it'll has full-color memorial poster, full-color commemorative stamps, daily plant and an obituary, black morning armband, an exclusive trading card. Now, I think they originally did have a button, but I'm not really sure. But I think this is a majority, if not, a, this is a majority, if not all of it, you know, that, you know, that the set contains. So, when we look out, this is the other alternate cover. This was the Tombstone, or the Tombstone one, right here, 
with the iconic three-page uh, splash. With the iconic three-page splash right there. So, you know, you know, so you have that. And I think you kind of get that, I believe, in this one, too. I also got this at half price. Yeah, you get the same thing here. So you get the uh, you get the three-page splash here as well, and the more common one. So you get that there, you know, as well. As I uh, try to put this back, but yeah, you get that as well. And uh, the, this was such a huge, a huge a story, and everybody has talked about it, and even showed footage of it. This was such a huge huge deal back, you know, in that time frame that you had news media outlets talking about it. You had news media outlets talking about it because no one ever thought it would happen. Even though kind of, you know, kind of, even though it kind of undermined, you know, extensively undermined the many times that it did happen in the past during like the Silver Age and all that. But those were only like one or two issue or short story scenarios. Uh, where it occurred, and nobody talked about it since. This was more along the lines of something that they had been building towards, you know, for a while. This was a something that started in December and ended in January of 1993. I mean, think about it. 1993, what a way to start out the new year, right? The most, you know, the most iconic, you know, superhero of all time, you know, died. You know, that, you know, that is amazing. And I do apologize for the howling out there. The dogs are howling. Our neighbors, that is, dogs are howling. I don't know what they're howling now. I don't know if it's a train or what. Uh, but anyway, but anyway, basically, this was, it was one of the more talked about events of that year. Because I don't even think even those at the news media thought this would happen. Because everybody at that time, and even still, now you know, grew up with Superman. You know, they grew up with Superman, looked at him as the most iconic hero of all. Now, here's the poster that they're talking about. This is the poster. Look how big this thing is. That is iconic. That is a poster right there. Look at that. That is... That is big. Right there. Look at that. Look at the size of that thing. So... And that's something that if you want to hang it up, you have to frame. You have to literally um, frame, if you will, to to hang it up. You have to literally frame that to hang it up. And then we have the stickers that they talk about, or the stamps, if you will, the stamps that they talk about right there. Look at that. They have the stamps that they talk about right there. And then, we have the trading card, so it is all the items. I always want to make sure, because I always thought there was a button. I think that was only in the stories that follow, but, yeah, there's the trading card. And then here is the armband. This is the armband that, um, apparently, is the only thing that, um, does, that does not connect or anything. But this is the armband. Look how nice that is. And everything. They went all out for that. And it shows you copyright uh, 1992 DC Comics. Or DC now. Look at that. That is uh, really nice there. And then of course. 
you know, you have um, the obituary page right there from the um, Daily Planet. So, yeah, DC, they went all out with this. They went all out with, um, with this uh, death, if you will, to the point that, you know, to the point, that, like I said, you had news media outlets covering it. You had news media outlets uh, covering it, you know, you know, for, for days, I'm assuming. I mean, they were, they were covering it for days. They were talking about, I mean, some of the news outlets that were covering it, and a majority of them were, even the national ones like ABC, um, ABC, CBS, if you will, they were all, you know, NBC, they were all covering it because of the fact that they didn't think something like this was going to happen. You know, like I said, they didn't think something like that was going to happen, but yet here it was. It was happening. And they would talk about how, well, not talk about, well, yeah, they would talk about and show how basically, you know, people were lining out the doors of comic shops all over the place, like cornering them, you know, just before they opened, just so they can get their hands on the book. Just so they can get their hands on the, on the regular newsstand book that I showed you, as well as the collector item. You know, they were out the door. They were out the door for it, you know, just to get their hands on it, to purchase it, or just to go in there and read it because they wanted to see what happened before they purchased it. But yeah, it was a big, big deal. And of course, like I said, it's been adapted several times uh, throughout its history. This, as a matter of fact, uh, is the first one. Now, I do have the DVD cover with the lithium uh, cover on it, with the lithium thing on the front. You know, where it goes from Superman to the bloody symbol and all that of his logo. Just like that. But this was the Blu-ray uh, that they released of it. And believe it or not, they released that. They released that Blu-ray like years after, you know, they started. Years after they started. But then, as I pull it out here, they released, of course, this. This is a more, I guess you could say, more accurate version of it. And it... And what they did with this one, though, is they kept it in the New 52 universe that they were adapting. This was well after Flashpoint. This is after the Flashpoint movie, movie that you know sent them into the New 52, which they were kind of in the pro. They were already in uh, the current process of being, you know, of uh, talking about, telling about, writing about, if you will, uh, with the comics. So the animated movies were all were just starting out, basically. I think they were just, I think starting out or something. I'm trying to make sure. Let's see. They were, well, they weren't just starting out. They were like, let's see, uh, one, two, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They were about ten, ten movies in. This was like the, I think the tenth or eleventh movie into the new 52 animated films. But they basically worked it into where, you know, to where when you would see the movie. And you see the adaptation of it done here, it's basically like a what-if, you know, kind of scenario of what if the death of Superman happened in New 52 and not 
you know, pre-New 52, if you will. So, they did that. They did that, but then, of course, because they had to fully, you know, adapt it, they gave us a second part uh, about a couple months later, which was the reign of the Superman. And again, you know, it takes place in, you know, it takes place in the New 52. It takes place in the New 52 uh, universe instead of pre-New 52, which you would think would be a more obvious um, area to do it in. But they decided, no, we're going to do it, you know, we're going to do it this way to kind of give us an idea of what it would be like if it happened here. Now, like I said, they've done various other adaptions as well. They've done one for Lois and Clark. They've done one for uh, Justice League or Justice League Unlimited. You know, they've done it all. You know, they've done it all um, to an extent. But they've, and, and believe it or not, they did do it with Batman v Superman. Yeah, they basically combined Batman v Superman, Dark Knight, and Superman Doomsday Arc into one movie. That's why that gets uh, shitted on. Excuse my language, God. That's that's why it gets shitted on a lot by folks because it's like, you know, you didn't have to overdo it and everything. But yet here we were. We had the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight. Um, I think yeah, the Dark Knight Returns storyline they did, combining it. Or combining elements of that with elements of Death of Superman. And like I said, a lot of people felt that that was just overdoing it. And that's what caused it to be the shit show. Even though there were a lot of people that liked it, you know, that it was. You know, that it was. So, um, yeah, they've done it a lot. They've, they've done it a lot. And the fact that according to Wikipedia here. According to Wikipedia here. Uh, basically... The Ambias that they released for it features all the issues with previous collections along with 40 pages dedicated to promotional materials and interviews for a total of four, 784 pages. So all, so here's the thing. The Ambias that they released for it, um, if it didn't have the promotional materials or interviews uh, in there, which is an additional 40 pages, the whole story spanning 15 issues, uh, according to this, According to this, spanning 15 different issues, or is it 15? Hold on. Let me see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 15 issues of DC Comics. That is a grand total of, according to them, 744 pages. And you think that's not possible. Each comic is 22 pages. And that is true. Each comic is about 22 to 25 pages. But again, you got to remember, some of these were special you know, edition comics because they tied into the story. So, let's take a look at that. Let's calculate that real quickly and to make sure we, we know what we're doing. Whoops, that, that, that didn't work. Hold on. It's 330 pages. We'll put it that way. But if we add, if we add in, hold on there. If we add in 25, because sometimes they did expand it. It's 375. So you're looking basically at, um, I would say on average, just the regular releases. 
you're looking at an average of 330 to 370 pages of story. The ominous, of course, you know, adding more to that, if you will, uh, because it's smaller and it has to contain a lot more, that's, you know, more pages, double the length, if you will. Um, you know, it, it, you know, it shows you how much, you know, this, this story meant to them. Or how much, how important this story was. The point that I'm getting at is, it's, it's hard to, the point I'm getting at is when you look back. When, when you look back at the story arc that they did 30 years ago, it's hard to believe that it's still, it's still something that nobody can really process in their minds that, you know, you know, they, they, they can't process in their minds that, you know, it was done. They actually did it. They killed off Superman. They, they couldn't believe it. Nobody could believe it, if you will. You know, nobody could believe it. And the fact that they went all out to the point, they went all out to the point that you have news media covering it because, like I said, they couldn't believe it. You know, the fact that they went all out with the fact that every, is that they dedicated 15 issues to this entire arc. 15 issues to this entire arc. You know, different, you know, different comics entirely. Superman related, not Superman related. You know, it, it's unbelievable. It's really, really just unreal. And, you know, despite how you feel about certain adaptations of it, it shows you how iconic this moment was. Because, yeah, it does indefinitely undermine you know, in a big way, the previous deaths of Superman from the Silver Age and all that, but like I said, those were more, you know, short stories, you know, one-shot stories, stuff like that, where he came back, you know, but, you know, so for them to go this far into it, because what it was is they, they didn't know what to do, they didn't know what to do, I mean, according to reports, and I think they have it here somewhere, I think they have it here somewhere, um, Basically, there was a conflict. I, I spoke of Adventures of Lois and Clark. Here we go. Uh, let's see. It says, One of the ideas for Lois and Clark that arose during protection was the wedding of Lane and Kent. Although the series did not exist in the same continuity as the comics, one of the brothers wanted the Superman brand to remain constant or consistent across all forms of media. As a result... DC decided to put the wedding in the comics on hold until Lois and Clark reached its wedding episode in order in order that the stories could coincide. In other words, one wedding happens at the same time as the other. And because of that, they needed a new um, they needed a, a new idea to kind of fill the void. And one of the things that one of the they they, they even talk about this in the documentary. One of the things that they talk about was, you know, killing Superman because one of the guys that would always, um, you know, be in and be in these meetings was he would always suggest, okay, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? And this one guy, I can't, I think they got him here. Can't figure out his name. Uh, would always say, oh, look, well, let's just kill him. Let's just kill him. Let's just kill him. And they would say, like, nope, that's okay. Have a cookie. Go in the corner. But this time around, they said, you know what? That's not a bad idea. It gives us time, you know, in between. You know, it gives us time in between the show and 
you know, the comics to work something out to kind of make it coincide. And that's what they did. That's what they did. They decided to basically kill him off so that over the next 15 months or 14 months, or not 15, but over the next 10 months, you know, they could build towards Superman and Lois having the wedding on television and they could coincide it, you know, as well in the comics. Which, by the way, I do have. Yeah. This is the wedding issue they're talking about. This one right here, the wedding album. This is the one, I believe, that they're talking about. Look at that. Mullet and everything. Yep, 1996. Yep. All that. This is the one they're talking about, guys. And just like with that one, it is a three-page splash page at the end. Look at that. And it's hardcover to be like a real album. And very iconic to basically this almost, but a complete opposite. So, yeah, it had its own arc, too. It has its own arc, too. And what's crazy about this one is I didn't get this from Half Price. I got it from Mile High Comics. But yeah, that was basically the deal. They they wanted they needed something to coincide with what was going on. So they figured, what can we do? Oh, and it was Jerry Odaway. Jerry Odaway that suggested it. And they're like, well, what can we do um, in between this to try to you know, by time before they get to the wedding uh, story. And, well, the rest is history, if you catch my drift. You know, basically the death of Superman, his you know, return and all that kind of coincided perfectly with that. You know, perfectly with that. So, so yeah. It's a, so, yeah, it is, it is a story arc that, Again, really just, you know, has, you know, it, it really just, you know, had, what's the one I'm looking for? It's a story that arc that just really has had an impact on comics for quite some time. Because now, depending whether or not they were original characters or licensed characters, you didn't know what was, what was going to happen. I mean, this was parodied. Believe it or not, by Sonic the Hitchhog, but it was parody because Archie and Sega was sending a message of, yeah, we're not going to kill off our hero like, you know, DC did Superman. But they parodied it. They parodied it with Sally and Sonic kind of in the same, you know, you know, kind of in a same image, if you will, that you would see at the end of this with that three spat, three, three page splash page. They, they parodied it, parodied it, if you will. Because they wanted to send the message of, hey, we're not going to kill off our char main character, to, you know, like other people do. One, because he's licensed and he's not ours. That that would be Archie's way of, you know, and that was and that was kind of like Archie's way of saying, yeah, we won't kill Sonic because, one, we can't because he's not our character. He's a licensed character. But obviously they didn't, you know, of course, that obviously that message didn't get to the head of Ken Penders because, of course, we all know what he tried to do. 
in Endgame, and that backfired on him. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then, of course, we all saw what, you know, we all saw um, what Ian Flynn did with Sally in the Mecha deal. And, yeah, even though that lasted a long time with the idea she was going to be restored, that didn't go over well. <laughs> and we haven't seen anything like that since, except, you know, the the virus, the metal virus arc in IDW. And that went for a lot longer than it should have, which I'm kind of surprised Sega allowed too. But, again, with the promise of, oh, don't worry, it'll be okay, fine. That's fine, but, yeah, the first initial attempt at that by Ken... Yeah, we saw what happened. We saw the result. We all know that. Excuse me. So, so yeah, you know, but yeah, you can tell the impact that it has when you have other companies with their own original characters or licensed characters parodying uh, this event, you know, parodying this event in a serious way or jokingly way by saying, yeah, we killed a character, but then turn the page and the character's winking saying, don't worry, I'm okay, it's just a one-shot fantasy deal. Or they're parodying it to send a message of, we're not going to do that because, one, we can't. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it shows you the impact that it had. Uh, even to the point that, like I said, it's it gets kind of sandwiched unnecessarily, as some people put it, into another story, along with another <laughs> loose ad- adaptation of another story, like Batman v Superman was. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's such an iconic story. It's such an iconic story. And the fact that when you really piece it all together, we go from this to inevitably this at the end, you know, at the end, that, that's saying something. That, that is saying something. So, you know, so it, so it shows you the long, it shows you how big of a deal it was back then and how much of an impact it still has even to this day. But that's all I'm really going to say on it, guys. What were your thoughts on the original Death of Superman storyline? How did you feel about it, you know, overall, you know, when it happened? Let me know down below in the comment section, guys. Live chat during the premiere where Super Chats and Super Stickers are open and would be appreciated. And until next time, guys, I will talk to you later. But give me your thoughts, your memories. And, and what were you when it happened? Let me know down below and in the comments during the live chat during the premiere. And I am out.